When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson, and this is that nerd dad podcast where we talk parenting, pop culture, and politics. It's my new intro. It's my new tagline. It's actually been my tagline for quite some time, but this is the, um, I'm trying to reinforce it. I'm trying to reinforce what we talk about here. So in case you're a first time listener, if you are a first time listener, welcome. Hopefully you get the gist of it pretty quickly. <laughs> I like to have some fun. Uh, this week, no guest. No guest this week. I got two interviews lined up in the next seven days. So hopefully the next two episodes will have guests. But as you know, uh, things pop up. Time constraints. Time zones get mixed up. All that fun stuff. So what are we going to talk about on a Just Joe show? Well, we're going to talk about the Blue Jays. I know uh, the show's not normally a sports thing, but goddamn, was that disappointing. Uh, we're going to talk about colds. Having cops on your side. I've got uh, a note here that just says bloody nose and poop. That should be a good story. And I also want to talk about some of the backlash that Chris Pratt has been facing for his Mario voice. Sounds like a good one. Let's see. Maybe it'll be terrible. Before I go to the theme song. It's not really a theme song. More of an intro. Do me a quick favor. Wherever you're watching or listening to this, just hit subscribe or follow. If you can give me a thumbs up or a five star, that's greatly appreciated. And uh, comments. Comments are great. I love comments. And, and special announcement at the end of the show. Some of you may tune off when I say, okay, that's it. Game over. I got, I got one little announcement that you may want to stick around for. We're growing here, baby. We're growing. That's enough of a tease. Here we go. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. So, we'll start with sports and get it out of the way. This will be brief, I promise. You do not tune in to hear me talk about sports. But the Blue Jays were in the playoffs this weekend. For those who may be unfamiliar, I am I am in Toronto, and I I am a Blue Jay fan. In my world, it goes Raptors, Blue Jays, and then the Leafs because I'm like, I'm not really a hockey guy. I was really jealous of hockey growing up because I was a basketball fan, and I was like, God, like T TSN our, our sports center. Uh, always leads with hockey. And all I cared about was wanting to know what was going on in basketball. And it used to drive me insane that I had to wait till halfway through the show before I can get to the local Toronto highlights instead of St. Louis versus Arizona hockey highlights. Um, where was I going with this? So Blue Jays in the playoffs. <laughs> Just immediately derailed. Um, so the Blue Jays are in the playoffs. Most betters had the Blue Jays winning the best of three series, and that did not happen. The Blue Jays got swept. Seattle was incredible. Game one, their pitching was phenomenal. 
game two. The Jays had a seven-run lead, and they blew it. They blew it, and they deserved to lose. You cannot lose a seven-run lead. So, we have a young team. Hopefully, they take from the learnings of the heartbreak, and they apply it to next season. But, uh, man, season just kind of ended with a thud. So, I was expecting to spend my Thanksgiving weekend watching Blue Jays baseball. Instead, I watched Blue Jays get destroyed. And I wouldn't even call some of that baseball. But anyways, let's move on to something more important and more parenting-y. Parenting-y. My first note just says colds. This is the ear infection episode. I don't know if you can tell. There's no way you could possibly tell. But I have an ear infection right now. Uh, The ear infection episode is brought to you by school. It's brought to you by all those kids who go to school with codes, colds, hand them off to other kids, bring them home. I went like two years without a cold in my house. Now that he's back in school, my six-year-old's back in class, every week, it's nuts. We went, we would go months without testing for COVID. Now we're testing for COVID like once a week. Thankfully, this current round that's going through the house is not COVID, but it is, uh, it's in the throat, it's in the nasal passages, and for me, lucky me, it's in my left ear. So, been walking around just warning people, including the kids, like, hey, daddy can't hear very well today, so if you need me and you're talking to me, and it doesn't look like I'm paying attention, I'm not ignoring you today, give me a little tap, let me know. I miss colds. I do miss them, though, because uh, two years ago, I wouldn't have thought anything of this. Ah, I got a little cold. Ah, kids got a little cold. Give them a little Advil, give them a little Tylenol. Give me a little, uh, give me a little Buckley's. Everyone go to sleep. Now it's like, okay, fever, symptoms. and You know, when was the last time we tested? Did we test recently? And my, my six-year-old is a champ when it comes to taking the COVID test. No problem at all. Three-year-old hates them. It's a big ordeal. We got to bribe, and we bribe like crazy. Ooh, what do you want? What will I take this time? Do you want a freezy? Do, do you want a freezy? Do you want a popsicle? Do you want, uh, do, what do you want, do you want goldfish? Goldfish doesn't count. Goldfish is enough of a treat anymore. Do you want uh, chips? Chips? I, got, I think I have cake. Do you want me to go get some Timbits? What do you, what do you want to take the COVID test? <laughs> And even then, once he's found that that perfect bribe, it's still not enough because then it becomes, I want the timbit, and then it's ah, I don't no 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 no, and you gotta fight, and it's uh, but they gotta do it. You gotta do it, and you gotta do it. you gotta do it for you, your family, and your neighbor. Uh, I just think I miss colds. I miss being able to chalk it up to it's cold. That's all I got for that segment. See, I leave myself these notes and I say, I'm going to riff on colds for a few minutes. And then I see where it takes me. And then sometimes it takes me down some hilarious and dark paths. And sometimes it just kind of fizzles. But you get the gist of what I'm saying. I miss colds, is what I'm trying to say. I'm going to skip my note that says having cops on your side. We're going to get to that in a second. I'm going to go to bloody nose and poop. Bloody nose and poop. Three-year-old yesterday. 
and says, uh, Daddy, I need to go poop. Say, okay, let's go on the potty. No, no, I want to go in diaper. And we've been kind of easing off on the potty training a little bit because he's been so sick for the last 30 days and it's hard. And then, uh, okay, fine, buddy, go, go poop in your diaper. But he still goes to the bathroom and even locks the door because he wants privacy. A few minutes later, he comes out. <laughs> he's got that, uh, he's got that tail, you know, where the poop is kind of pushing up against the diaper. He's got the tail. And his face is covered in blood. I don't know what the hell happened while he was in there pooping, but he comes out with a tail and a bloody nose. And he's like, Dada, look. <laughs> okay, holy crap. All right, guess we're dealing with this now. Uh, did you pick your nose? No. I'm not in the mood to try and do full interrogation, so I'm just going to chalk it up to he's telling me the truth. Maybe he sneezed or something. Uh, and he's like, Daddy, I my bum hurts. I'm like, well, yeah, like, but I got to deal with the blood dripping out of your face first. So this is never in the parenting books. These are those moments. These are those moments when he's too old to be pooping in a diaper, let alone. And then he comes out with a bloody nose. And now I got to deal with that. And you got to prioritize. Which one do I prioritize? Well, he's already in the bathroom. The diaper seems to be holding up okay. Uh, like gotta deal with the blood. Don't want blood dripping everywhere. That takes a few minutes. He doesn't like me pressing up against his nose to try and get the clot. And, and I just, I, I literally, I, I thought afterwards, I'm like, these are the things they don't teach. They don't, and they couldn't. How could they possibly tell you in the parenting books? Hey, just a heads up. One day you're gonna be dealing with a big poop and blood at the same time from different ends of the uh, and different ends of the body. It's uh, it's the best. I hope you enjoyed parenthood, you idiot. What did you sign up for? <laughs> we signed up for this. We all did. We all signed up for these moments of like, huh, guess I got to deal with that now. And we don't remember it, but we did this stuff too. We must have. We must have pooped our pants in unexpected places. We must have thrown up at inopportune times. Um, and our parents just had to deal with it. But they don't tell you that. They don't like. I, they don't even tell you. Nowadays, it's great because we have podcasts like this where you can kind of, other parents will tell you and you can do a little research and they'll tell you about these horrible moments. And you'll be like, oh, okay, I got, I got to be aware of that because that happens to everyone. But I, even when I told my parents, they were never like, hey, just a heads up. Remember that time you threw up on me in a movie theater? What's going to happen to you? It never, never came up. But it's something we all deal with. So bloody nose and poop. If you're a new parent, Chris, if you're listening, producer Chris, uh, you got that to look forward to. Also, something that's not on my list, but I want to talk about buddy of mine regular listener reaches out and uh, he's like hey just so you know i loved your COVID episode uh when you were talking about all your family throwing up at the same time and laughing man that was great and uh, a lot of you reached out to me <laughs> with that almost exact feedback so you're welcome i'm glad my misery brought you some joy uh but he reaches out to me and i say 
the things we do as parents. Uh, and then uh, I said something along the lines of soccer practice and swimming lessons. Oh my, throwaway joke. And he's like, yeah, I made the mistake of signing my daughter up for tap lessons. And that's just a terrible idea. I can I can understand I can understand signing your child up for dance, ballet, but tap? What were you thinking? I know you're listening to this. I don't want to say his name because I I don't have permission to tell the story. But I thought you would enjoy this. What type of idiot parent signs their kid up for a tap dance? And he's like, yeah, my hardwood floors are getting tore up. I'm like, oh my God, you have hardwood floors? At the very least, if you have a fully carpeted house and the child wants to practice tap dancing on carpet, okay, maybe. Maybe I can understand that. But if you have tile and hardwood throughout your house, you that's your own fault. You should not be signing your kid up for tap dance. Don't care. Don't care if they want it. But daddy, I really want to do tap. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. And when you're a teenager, you can do that. But right now we're going to practice ballet because they have soft shoes. They have soft shoes. <laughs> tap dance for a child. I don't love my children that much, I guess. Is that bad? That I wouldn't sign them up for tap dance. Would you sign your kid up for tap dance? Let me know in the comments. Just put, yes, I would sign them up for tap dance. No, I would not sign them up for tap dance. Let me know. I want to thank all the new cops who are listening. I'm not sure if you watched last week. But if you, had, if you didn't, you should go back and check it out. Hell of a show. Hell of a show. With Officer Police Constable Sean Shapiro. A.K.A. The Voiceover Cop. Got a lot of great feedback about that episode, so thank you. Um, yes, he is a delight uh, on and off the mic. He is uh, becoming a bit of a like. I, I don't want. I don't want to presume anything. He's becoming a bit of a friend. He's a good guy. We've been talking quite a bit. Um, so uh, all the new cops that are listening, hello, thank you for your service and all that you do. I cannot tell you how good it feels as a white male. To finally have the police on my side. Did, did you get it? What's that? Did, did you get that I was being sarcastic? I got not sarcastic and welcome the police. I love the police. They're awesome. Uh, but traditionally, white people have the police on their side. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> uh, racial tension. It's tough. It's a, it's a tough thing to unpack. Because, like, I get a lot of privilege just because of the skin color I have and the way I sound. I get a, got a lot of privilege. A lot of privilege comes with that. Just looking and sounding the way I do. So, um, it's weird. It's, it's like a weird feeling. I'm like, hmm, I wish I could give some of this, uh, positive attention from the police to other people that I, I know um, but like I can't be like hey don't pay attention to me because they're just doing their job they're being nice they're being friendly to me I don't know it's just 
it's not the show to have the conversation because I'm doing it by myself and I have no people of minority or police here. People of minority, that's not right. I have no people of color here uh, and I don't have a police representative. So I'm debating myself as a white male. Speaking of privilege, (laughs) holy shit. All right, we're going to wrap with this. Uh, Last week, and this has been a hot topic for a long time in the pop culture world. Uh, Ever since they made the announcement that they're making a Super Mario Brothers movie, the people from DreamWorks, the guys who brought you the Minions movies, are making the Super Mario Brothers movie, and Chris Pratt is going to play Mario. And as soon as that was announced, the internet went fucking nuts. Because they were like, you can't do Chris Pratt. He's also a religious weirdo, as far as I know. Loved him in Parks and Rec. Loved him in Guardians of the Galaxy. But people in their head have, it's me, Mario, as the voice. And Chris Pratt does not sound like that. So people were terrified of what Chris Pratt was going to do with the role. And then last week, there was a teaser trailer. And we finally got our first sous-son of his voice. Just a little taste. And the internet went fucking nuts. Because they didn't like it. They thought it sounded like um, the wife from Bob's Burgers. Hilarious comparison. But, uh, you know, I, I get... I get here's here's my problem with this whole thing. I'm going to do a little bit of a rant. Um, it's a kid's movie. While I might enjoy it as a 38-year-old man, because I have some nostalgia associated with playing Mario on my Nintendo growing up, this movie is no longer aimed at me. This movie is aimed at the current 8-year-old or 6-year-old who might just be starting their Nintendo and Super Mario Brothers journey so that when they are 38 they are diehard fans of it you are not the target audience anymore fully grown man hate to tell you but you're not so I don't want to hear it's ruining my childhood if your childhood was so dependent on video game characters and Saturday morning cartoons and Inspector Gadget, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Your childhood was so dependent on that. You had a shitty, shitty childhood. And I think you need to go to therapy and work some things out. These are kids' movies. Do you think when they were initially making Care Bears, they were worried about your mom and what your mom thought about Care Bears and whether or not your mom would love the Care Bears? They didn't. They cared that you liked Care Bears and that you, as a six or eight year old, cared about them. I keep saying six or eight. I guess you could have been seven. They cared about the kids and what the kids will get out of it and whether the kids will want to buy the toy and whether the kids will demand that mommy and daddy buy them that for Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever your religious denomination is. They, they care that the kids the kids are the ones who are interested and invested in these programs they don't care about you you are a bonus but on the life cycle of where you're at you're petering out 
because now you're closer to death. Yes, you are. You're closer to death. And the young generation has got 40 more years of buying power. Convincing mom and dad to buy those tickets to go see the movie. They don't care if you go. They care if you bring your kid, buy them a Super Mario Happy Meal, and a large popcorn. It's not for you. Stop it. Stop it. You're an adult. Get adult hobby. Like podcasting. That's it. That's the show. That was a long pause. It's because I missed the button the first time I tried to bring up my image. That's it. That's the show. 20 minutes. Quick one. It'll be 25 by the time I'm done rambling here. I want to thank you for listening and tuning in. And you're probably like, hey, Joe, you said at the beginning of the show there was some big announcement. There is a big announcement. But first, for that, I want to thank DeanBlundell.com. DeanBlundell.com, home of Canada's number one podcast network, including yours truly, who uh, writes for them occasionally. This is uh, the network that got this all started, so hat tip to DeanBlundell.com. Uh, I wanted to say something else. There's a little big news coming from DeanBlundell.com soon. I can't even say what it is, but I know what it is, and it's awesome. And there will be a follow-up announcement on this show once he formally makes the announcement. So, news coming from that direction as well. Uh, and this is the big news. Give me a drum roll. Do I have a drum roll sound? No, I don't have a drum roll sound. Okay, drum roll in your head. I'm not going to do it to you. That's weird. Uh, Mom Cave TV is now... Uh, I'm partnering with Mom, Mom, Cave, Mom Cave TV as a contributor. Haven't worked out all the details yet, but um, we we definitely made our agreement this past week. Uh, I will be contributing to Mom Cave TV through at least one blog a month, maybe more. Um, and uh, we're trying to figure out what type of content I can do for them as well. But if you want more of me, <laughs> or or you want to see what Mom Cave TV is up to, their website's phenomenal. YouTube channel. It's very professional and clean-looking stuff. I'm partnering with one of the best out there. Look for us on look for me on Mom Cave TV in the coming months. And I got merch over on the Dean Mandela store. Zero days without a dad joke. World's okayest dad. Raised by Homer Peter, Sam, and Bob, and that nerd dad. All unavailable. Wide variety of colors and uh, I almost said flavors. That would have been a weird thing to say. Colors and sizes. So head over to Dean Blundell's store and uh, pick yourself up a shirt. Christmas is coming. Happy holidays. Uh, so, that's it. Thank you, DeanBlundell.com. Thank you, Mom Cave TV. Looking forward to that partnership and seeing where that goes. Thank you to you, the listener. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to hit follow. Be sure to tell a friend. And uh, that's it. Be well, be safe. We'll be back next week with some sort of interview. Who's going to be? Let's see who shows up. Thanks for listening. Damn. 
Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.